the icons of real estate podcast. Are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents? Ready to skyrocket your business? This podcast is for you. Tune in every week with your host, Tomasz Fonseca, and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business. From $3 million to $30 million in just 12 months. Brought to you by the Masters in Real Estate Marketing, Ardor SEO. Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm your host, Tim Calloway. have a very special guest today that I'm really excited about uh, talking with, Eric Haskell of the Eric Haskell Group out in Santa Barbara, Montecito area of California. Eric has been recognized with the prestigious Real Trends Thousand List. Also, he's been named as one of LA Business Journal's leaders of influence and closed over 200 million in sales for 2021, <laughs> including what I'm really interested in hearing about, if he's got the time, a record-breaking sale in Montecito. Welcome to the show, Eric Haskell. Eric, how are you? Uh, thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Fantastic. Thank so, you for the- uh, you know, all the accolades, awesome, sounds great. But how'd you get started? Let's just start at the beginning. Well, there wasn't really a straight line to where I got going. I I was in a completely different business. Um, well, I, I had a couple. I worked in tech for a little while after graduating from college. And then um, I, I decided I couldn't work for other people. I, I had a really hard time being an employee. And so I started a bunch of different businesses um, from in the tech space to the art space, to the furniture, to furniture, to then it became art curation, furniture curation. Um, I come from a family where there's a, a lot of art dealers and furniture dealers. And so I was kind of, that was just in my blood. So um I studied art and architecture in in college along with business, which was kind of a good combo for where I ended up. But um, I was basically going and uh, shopping at auctions in Paris and all these places all over the world and finding like furniture pieces or art for some pretty big time clients I had. So um i would go in their house and a lot of the houses i was working on were in montecito but that then extended out to la and new york and a bunch of other places so uh i um i was was in all these houses i could speak the language and for some reason i always had this curiosity about getting into real estate and i thought more about being in real estate is doing my own developments or my own design. Um, and I, there was a natural disaster in Montecito. There's a giant flood that washed through the city and it really affected my business um, because about 80% of the clients whose houses I were working on were affected by the flood. So I went from, you know, kind of a, what I would say was a thriving business to, Oh, oh crap, what am I going to do? <laughs> and I had a real estate license for nearly 10 years and I never used it. I never hung it with any brokers. I just had it. It was just kind of something I, I got. And, and I, I always in the back of my mind 
thought I, I could do, I feel like I could do really well at this. Mm-hmm. And so when that happened, I started to kind of just scramble to make things happen. I have, you know, two little, two very little kids at that time, um, a wife and, you know, a mortgage and all these things that I'm, I have to figure out. Right. So I started talking to some of my clients and I talked to one client in particular, who's, who's a big time that buys and sells big time houses in Montecito, LA, all these places. I was just like, Hey, this is a really random question, but you have all these beautiful houses. I have all these amazing clients from my other business. It, would you ever let me show one of the, your houses? To, if you wanted to sell it, could I ever? And, and she was like, She's like, I'm not going to give you a listing agreement, but I've known you long enough. I know you know how to talk about my house, but you also like, I know you, you've never done sold real estate. So like, I'm not going to give you a listing agreement, but I'm going to allow you to show my houses. And so I'd go to these, two of these houses and, and uh, I knew them both really well because I worked on them in another capacity. Mm-hmm. And um, one was there too. I mean, they're both kind of dream houses for any real estate agent to work on, but right. for my first opportunity. So I got in there and I was just on the hustle. And so I just started calling people and I'm like, I have these two off market properties and uh, they're like, wait, you're a real estate agent now. <laughs> right. Wait, we put the hat on, you know, yeah, yeah. Real quick. you're like, we know you. We like, yeah. We'll go with you to check it out. So I ended up showing these properties like, um, you know, one of them was a $10 million property. I showed it like nine times over the course of a week to clients. And then the other one was a $34 million property. And I showed it like maybe six times. And she's like, wow, you showed it more in the past week and a half than my agent showed it all of last year when it was on the market. Wow. So I'm like, oh, okay. I I was, you know, it, it was all new to me. So I thought like, I hope this is, you know, I hope I'm being effective. Um, but I got in, into the two houses and I, one of the clients was like, I'm seriously interested in this property and I want to bring my parents back to see it. So, um, I called the client and I was like, look, the parents are coming back. Like the house was kind of mid construction. I'm like, is there any way we could put some lawn down? Cause it was six acres and it was just yeah. dark in the middle right. of a remodel. And, um, like the next day there was like a hundred guys laying sod on this big, this big sprawling property and it was already transforming before my eyes. And a couple of days later, the parents came, they saw it and I ended up selling it for $11 million. Um, and, uh, and, and, uh, you know, I went through, I guess I, it was, uh, it was sink or swim. I just kind of got into it. I was helped by, um, I was kind of mentored through the process with an agent who turned out to be a really close friend of mine. He's a great guy, great agent. And um, so I closed that deal and I was like, okay, I really, I, I, I kind of had the, I, I, I really enjoyed the process and I enjoyed the challenge. And I was like, I think there's something here. I think this is, I think I'm going to try and make a career out of this. So um I just, I basically started just putting myself out there as I was, I could do real estate transactions because my clients already trusted me for everything else I was doing um, and my, you know, kind of insights and my taste and whatnot, fortunately. And people just started giving me opportunities. 
And with every opportunity, I was like, okay, how am I going to, how am I going to, what is my business all about? And I wanted it to be, feel different than what everyone else was doing. And so I said, okay, I want to, I'm going to produce like really artistic, interesting videos when I get a listing. I need to leverage these opportunities. And um, so that first big listing I got, I made a, I put a lot of thought into the video I was going to do. It actually got out there and a lot of people saw it and a lot of people um, came to me and they're like, they're like, I, I really like how you presented that home. I want to meet with you. So it's just kind of, it just started going. And, um, and still to this day, my right-hand man, he went to NYU film school and a big wow. part of our business is, 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 um, really marketing these properties at a, at a more elevated, in a more elevated way. Um, and I think that's led to, uh, our continued momentum in the, in real estate. Nice. That's a real, uh, I, I you know, I, I hear a lot of baptism by fire stories, right? Uh, a lot of folks, yeah. how they, how they kind of just walked right into it. And it was like, yeah, 11 million baptism by fire stories are, are awesome. <laughs> I'm very grateful. Trust me. Yeah. Think about that moment where I asked for that opportunity and how uncomfortable I was doing that. Yeah. Cause right. people are kind of like when you, they're not super comfortable when you changed all of a sudden you're doing something else or you're someone yeah. else. It kind of screws with their mind and they're like, wait a second. I, anyways, it, it, it's a different dynamic, but I'm glad I took that risk and I'm glad I, you know, I'm very grateful. I got that opportunity yeah. and here we go. Definitely is paid off, right? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. So let's talk about the area that you're in. Now, you, you encompass, uh, you know, pretty much all of the Santa Barbara and surrounding areas. Is that it? Or do you, you, yes. said you had homes in L.A. and, you know, sold some stuff in New York. Um, is it mainly, uh, you know, in those metropolitan areas or you focus? Yes. On so my main area is, is Montecito is where I do a lot of Santa Barbara, Montecito. That's, you know, I, I grew up in that area. So I know, I just know it super well. My family's been there for four generations. Just a beautiful area. If anybody yeah. has been, I mean. Yeah, it's, it's, it, there's, there's nowhere quite like it. So no. um, that's my main focus, but I do, you know, I, I do a lot of deals in along the coast. I do a lot of deals in Malibu. I've done a few, some major deals in Beverly Hills, uh, the west side of Los Angeles. Um, a lot of my, a lot of my listings and a lot of my clients are reoccurring clients, and I end up representing a number of homes in their portfolio. Right. I I would ask that you know I I, I spent a lot of time uh, training people up in uh, San Luis Obispo and south of there, uh -huh. all the way down to Los Angeles. Another beautiful area for those of you who have not been there, um, oh, yeah. but I, I would definitely recommend taking that journey. Um, but uh, my, my question was when I would travel from East Coast to West Coast, and there would be a stark difference in how agents, uh, no matter what kind of agent they were, it can be in other areas, investments, um, in, you know, retail, uh, there's a stark difference in how to market to them. Now, you take it that next level, Right. Uh, with the filmography and, and really elevating, as you said, uh, the the marketing of the home. 
do you see yourself as kind of a, a you know a, a next level agent when it comes to that or is that the trend i guess that's kind of what i'm saying you see a more trend especially in the luxury home market well i think well, that's always a discussion we're having on a daily basis with my team mm-hmm. is how do we kind of ramp this up what is the new thing we need to be doing how do we engage more with the audience and that can be anything from cuz when you're dealing with something like social media something highly produced sometimes is sometimes is suppressed on social media because their algorithms uh elevate uh what they consider authentic content so sometimes we are kind of jostling between are we going to do something highly produced are we going to do something more authentic or are we going to do a combination of the two so we can grab kind of different um demographics um i like to think that you know our videos are next level i like to think that our presentation is next level i you know we put i just know on a daily basis how much thought and and work we put into to basically branding these properties and so we're super passionate about it and um you know i i watch i watch everything that's out there and i'm i'm kind of i i you know, I see things, I'm like, wow, that was, that was really impressive what that person did. But, um, but I, I, you know, I don't want to brand, I, I don't want to be biased and brand ourselves as next level, but in terms right. of marketing, but I, I honestly think we do do some of the most unique marketing out there. And I think, you know, we got nominated for the in mon award for best marketing of a luxury property last year. Right. Um, and, um, that's our focus is we we just we want to be at, at the we want when we get an opportunity to represent a really special property we just want to blow it out of the park with our marketing and really show tell the people why why they were correct in hiring us it's it's yeah. um it's very important to us yeah i would definitely recommend anybody who's listening who's who, and i'm, I'm going to tell you right now eric i truly believe listeners right now their ears are, are burning um and because let's face it marketing isn't easy i had a guest on um earlier this morning who um still does door knock you know door hangers and they're in right. a different part of the country and it's a different market and, and we understand all those things but in in this industry it's very important to be innovative and if and if if you're listening now, I would definitely recommend, and, and Eric may have some other advice, going to his site, uh, you know, ericaskellgroup.com and looking at the videos that are on this site. I, they're telling me a story, right? I know the area and they're really telling me a story and it, and it, it actually kind of gives you a warm fuzzies, right? Uh, and that's, isn't that what you're trying to create? That, that is what we're trying to create. We're trying to cre- elicit emotion when people watch the video, but but for like there's so many different things like it it's it's so un- like for me personally and for i know for a lot of people it's so uncomfortable to put yourself out there in social media i mean i can't even tell you i've recorded things with my team and they're like where i'm on camera i'm just like delete it <laughs> like, right? like no it's fine just put it out there and i'm like oh god this is i i can't even you know I, I, it's, it's, it's really, it's really a weird feeling to put yourself out there in that way. But, but, um, 
but you know, people want to engage with, they want to engage, they want to see, they want to be involved. It's interesting to know, you know, the inside world of what's going on out there. And, um, and with that, you have to, it's uncomfortable. So I think a big part of, and you listen to a lot of, you know, I, I listen to podcasts with other agents and people at my company and people I work with, like you have to just get super comfortable with being uncomfortable and right. putting yourself out there. And um, sure. And trust me, like probably 70% of the things we've shot, I'm just like, I, I'm too uncomfortable. <laughs> but we're getting better and better at it. <laughs> Yeah, over time that that kind of dissipates. Trust me, I'm 52 years old, and I'm at this point. I'm like, okay, I still have hair. Good, check. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm not totally blind. Check. <laughs> you know, uh, so you, you look for the positive victories. <laughs> yeah, little, the little victories, right? So yeah. let's let's get a little more granular about about your life. Um, you know, you have a family. Yeah. Right? So one of the things that that I know listeners are always interested in, they like to hear about the the balance, right? I mean, uh, balancing what you do and the time you spend uh, being in the retail side of it is, you know, some people say it's a seven day a week, 24 hour a day uh, proposition for them. And and you integrate family. What, you know, how has that worked for you in your years with your family? That's always, I mean, that is one of the biggest learning processes I've gone through because I think we came in and things started happening hot and heavy and like when, when stuff is clicking and, and, you know, it, you, you want it to keep going and you want to build your business. And especially when you're in that business building phase, it's kind of like, you kind of have to be obsessive with it. And, and, but also it's, 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 finding that balance is so new and you're in an industry where people demand your time constantly. Right. They, they want you to be available all the time. And I think um, what I've especially learned in the last year is that sometimes I just have to turn my notifications off. Yeah. I have to just tell someone like, I'll get back to them in an hour. Um, I'm with my family. Um, I need, you know, like when I get to have quality time with my family and also downtime, I come back so much stronger. And if right. you don't do that, I mean, you, you, you burn out and, um, and it's, I, even with like, I talk to newer agents or friends of mine who are just getting into the business and they're, they're grinding and they're trying to get it going and they're frustrated and they're obsessing about trying to get their business started. And, um, and I'm like, well, you gotta, like, the more you get out there in the world and enjoy your life and meet Mm -hmm. people and have a rich life, you're going to bring that to your business and you're, it's going to make you, there's an energy that people put off, like when they're anxious to get business. And if you are stuck in that mindset, like it's kind of a, it can be kind of a turnoff. I watched people it's like you want the listing so bad or or you want the buyer to buy something so bad and it's you kind of lose track of um of that that energy you're putting off can 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 it's the vibe right it's your vibe so yeah so it's you gotta have you have to have work life balance you you have to be um I mean, I, I, I think that 
for us and some of the feedback I've had from clients of mine is, is that um, it's, if, if I'm, I try not to be in how I treat people, I try not to be like I'm selling them something. I try and just be a, a you know, consult them, be an advisor, be a friend, be someone they trust in the decisions they make. And when you, when you're coming from that place, I, I think, I, I think that you're serving your clients, yourself, everyone much better than if you're coming from a place of, I need to get a deal done. I need to pay my bills, which is also very important also, sure. of course, but, but, um, but that's, that's a real challenge. But in terms of work-life balance, I've, I've really, that's been a huge thing for me in the last year. And I, I feel honestly like last year was an amazing year for me. This year has been a, a great year as well, but just the balance I'm finding right now in my life and I'm, I'm getting everything done. I need to get done, but I'm, I'm, I think I'm a better version of myself and, and, and for my family, for myself, for my clients by finding balance. It's a long answer to it. No, no, it's ex excellent answer, and I, I yeah. couldn't agree more. Uh, quick curveball question, I guess. It would you recommend someone new coming into the business? Can I, in, in everyone, you know, obviously on the Icons podcast, most most people we talk to have been very successful, doing very well. And one of the things we talk about is either people on their team coming in new or giving advice to someone who's just got their license. You know, you know, they're so excited. And they come in with some preconceived notions. Like I always say, they watch too much TV, right? Yeah. They watch too much A&E or HDTV. Yeah. And they're like, you know, I'm just going to sell that $10 million house. Would you recommend to anyone listening to the show who's just up and coming or just starting to work in an area like you do? Or do they cut their teeth somewhere else and learn the business and then move into that? And that's kind of a tricky question because I know it's different for everybody, but I'd love to hear your take. Well, I think you have to decide who you want to be in the business. Like for me, I was like, if I'm going to get into real estate, I want to do high-end luxury real estate. That's that's what, that's what I'm going to do. Um, I understood the space. I understood architecture. I, uh, and, and so it, that's, I was hyper-focused on going in that direction. And when I talk to young agents, I'm, I'm always like, decide who you want to be as an agent. But also, there's people that almost, it's, it's like a mental thing where they feel like, I, I, I could never be that guy that represents luxury real estate, or I can never be that woman that represents luxury. Right. They, almost, they almost talk themselves out of it. And, and it's like, they... It's, it's not even, even about the opportunities, it's about them trusting in themselves that that's where they're going to be. So they maybe put themselves, I'm, you know, I'm going to um, deal in lower end uh, homes or I'm going to kind of, I want to stay in the middle, which is you can build a great business there too. So, but it's, 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 it's really just deciding where you want to be. And the next step is my, my story is super unusual. Like right. I, and a lot of people are like, you just kind of came out of nowhere. It's like, I, with real estate, I kind of did, but the relationships I built were over the course of 20 years. Right. So really it was, you know, um, it was a 20 year overnight success. Um, that and, network was in place and you brought it, you know, you brought it yeah. to that new career. Right. Yeah. Right. So, 
for young agents, I mean, I think it's invaluable. If you can work with a top producing agent for at least at the beginning of your career and you're engaging with the clients and you're, you're in these homes and you're, you're seeing how they work, how they operate, how they prepare. I think that that experience is invaluable. I mean, the people on my team are like coming in and they're in $40 million homes, $160 million homes, and they're on the ground and they're engaging with the sellers. They're engaging with the buyers. They're seeing how it works. They're part of a media presentation. It's, it's like going to, you know, it's like going to grad school and, and, and like really getting that your craft. Yeah. Getting yeah. that next tier education, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I would recommend to anyone, and I'm always super impressed when young agents reach out to me and they're just like, you know, I, like, I would do anything, you know, like I'll work for you, I'll intern with you. And they have that hunger and desire. Yeah, that's nice. And I'm just like, you're, I love that you're not being short-sighted. Like you want to, you want to put in the grind a little bit to build a career. And I'm like, you're, this, you're a hustler. Like, I really, right. I really appreciate that. And when pretty much everyone who's ever reached out to me, I'm maybe I don't have a space on my team or whatever, but right. I'll always say, give me a call. Um, uh, you know, if you ever need advice, call me. Like I'm, I'm totally an open book when it comes to that, because, um, I know it takes a lot of, um, it, it takes a lot of nerve just to reach out to people and actually, you know, try and make something happen. I, I, to be honest with you, I'm surprised more people don't reach out to us and are like, yeah. Hey, I'll work with you guys. Um, and, but, but whenever they do, I'm like, I'm an open book come, come meet with, let's go have lunch. Let's have coffee. And a lot of times it's like, I, someone will come and they're 22. They're out of college. They watch million dollar listing. They want to a real estate agent. And, uh, and I'm like, let's go get coffee. Let's, let's talk about like, maybe, you know, maybe not, there's nothing right now, but I want to see how your career progresses. Like what we just had a kid who came from, uh, from Sweden um, and he was going to UCLA and he came to us. He's like, I'll do anything. Like, uh, what do you want me to do? And we're like, do you want to go door knocking this neighborhood? He's like, sure, I'll do whatever. Wow. And this kid, this English is a second language. I think yeah. you probably saw Frederick Eklund like killing it here. And he's like, I can do that too. Right. But I, I was so impressed that. So the first day he, he's he's like uh t- talking he's okay he's like okay i'm gonna get an uber to that neighborhood i'm gonna walk it all day i'm like oh you don't have a car he's wow. like he's like no i don't care i'll uber and then i'll just walk the whole neighborhood all day so the kid hopped in an uber <laughs> or wow. for eight hours knocking on doors and i'm just like man you're gonna make it like you, yeah you're a hustler and and you your ego's not involved in this you're just you're just want to go out there and, and right do it you, you you and you can't you can't falsely create that in someone no matter what industry it is but in, in yeah. real estate especially you can't you know someone comes off the streets and you know they come in with that mentality of oh i you know i'm just going to be great which is fine you know have confidence uh, right. but if they don't realize that it takes real boots on the ground work um yeah. And, and you can't create, you can't just tell someone, Hey, that this is the way it's going to be. And they're going to go, Oh, okay. It just doesn't work that way. It's got to yeah. be instilled in them and 
you know, you see it pretty quick. So I think that's great. Well, Eric, you know, we're kind of winding down here. Um, I'd like to give everybody kind of the last word on, you know, anything that we didn't cover or anything you want to have to say, you know, how do they get in contact with you, whether they want to go have that cup of coffee or, you know, maybe there's somebody out there that wants to list or, or buy through you or any thoughts that we didn't uh, cover. Um, I, I think we covered quite a bit, but um, our website is erichaspelgroup.com. You can go on there, um, reach out if you have any questions. Uh, and um, I think that we're, we're just going into an interesting time right now. We're in kind of a, a changing market. And I think for anyone who's, because uh, I know I listened to a lot of podcasts when I was starting my career, I, I, and I find it super helpful and educational. I think that this is not as easy of a time as maybe it was the past few years, but it's also mm -hmm. a super, it's a great time to start building your brand in a, in a more challenging market, putting yourself out there because a lot of agents will fall off. Right. If you start to be that guy, even if you're not doing a ton of business at the beginning, that if you're that guy or gal who's who's putting themselves out there, that's on social media, that's that's showing and creating a um, a presence out there, and people will start to trust you. And it might not be today, and it might not be tomorrow. It might be three years from now, but you will position yourself for that next big run. Nice. And uh, and, um, and just like, keep at it and ask questions, join a team, just get in the mix. Like, don't, don't like stop. People are like, I'm going to, I can't figure out what headshot. It doesn't matter. Like, just like <laughs> trying to be a perfectionist, just do right. something every day to build your business. Right. And, um, and, um, that's, I guess that I, I could leave it at that. Oh, hey, that's great advice. I, you know, yeah. that, and that's a lot to unpack for anybody who's listening to the show. Eric, thanks so much for being on the show. Uh, you know, erichaskellgroup.com. I strongly suggest you go to the site. Uh, you might end up buying an estate, um, you know, after watching these better. films. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful site. It looks great. You've done, you're doing a great job and good advice for everybody. I look forward to, uh, you know, talking to you again and, and watching your journey as well. Okay. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Okay. Talk to you later.